0: Welcome to the Roots Revival podcast. Roots Revival is a midweek worship service from Centenary United Methodist Church in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, grounded in Americana, roots-based music, contemplation, and community. We invite you to participate with us in celebration of song and word.
1: What a welcome all here this evening to see uh, to Roots Revival. It is great to see everybody. Um, we're gonna. I'm going to take this off when we talk to you. Maybe we'll take hers off as well to talk to you. A couple house kind of keeping things. Uh, some of you already found these old uh, fellowship folders. You'll notice that there is a pink one for the Roots Revival Service. I want to encourage you to fill it out. You can place it in that tin box back there. Uh, it's, it's our offering box. I like to call it the Lost in Space robot myself. But either way, it is a place where you can deposit many things. You can deposit your offering, your your registration, um, comment cards, prayer requests, um, only if the comments are good, though. If they're bad comments, we'd really not. You can put them in
2: the blue (laughs) 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 bin. We'll look at those on a different day.
1: Exactly. But on on a serious note about prayer requests, we, we ask you to email Martha, Batna, Martha Bassett, uh Martha Bassett, well, Martha Albertson. Can. You can email me. You can email Martha Bassett. Martha Albertson, her, her email address is listed through the week. If you'd like to share a prayer request, uh, a concern that you have, can also be a joy, uh, something you want the community to know about. Please let her know, and she will share that with Meg and Suzanne and I, and we'll share it with you. Uh, we did not receive any this week, so I'm going to ask you, um, are there any concerns upon your heart before I get to that, that point of the service? Things you'd like to share, praises and or prayers?
0: Just the COVID.
1: Absolutely. That, that I think is on everybody's mind, uh, the spread of COVID. I want to pray for Martha. She's traveling next week. She'll not be with her next week, but we've got a, a wonderful musician filling in for her, Lynn Koontz. Uh, so it, we, we will miss her, but we won't miss a beat. <laughs> <Of course. laughs>
0: you will love Lynn Coons if you She's haven't awesome. heard her. She's, She's amazing.
1: Wonderful. <laughs> Any other prayer requests or praises? I, I would
0: just like to ask for prayers for our medical mm. folks because they're really stressed. So
1: and, uh, yes, absolutely.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, then let's get going. Will what? you please? Oh. I no you, nobody, nobody else before we get going?
0: All right, please stand and sing. The... Uh-huh.
1: Lord, make us ready to journey to this light. Prepare our hearts to receive this light. Amen.
0: And before we sing more, I didn't uh, welcome our guest tonight. This is Drake Duffer. Most of you know him already, but thank you, Drake, for being <laughs> He's family now. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has dawned upon you. This side. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has dawned upon you. Arise. shine for your life.
1: A young man, wonderful musician, so glad you're part of the service. Mm-hmm. Last chance, uh, prayer request, praise, or concern. Because as you know, we both speak and sing our prayers here tonight. the only light. Lord, we do pray that your light would shine not merely upon us, but our world, our country. It doesn't take very long as you turn on the news or you look at the news feed to see the, the strife, the frustration, the animosity, the chaos that's going on in this world which you created, which your your imprint is upon. Your DNA is in all that is living. And your love fills this planet. And so often we miss it. Or we fail to believe it is given to us. Tomorrow is both epiphany, which is a celebration of your appearing, but it is also a day of something in our own society depending on how you view it it is it's hard to tell but Lord the pictures speak a truth that somehow we need to see Lord we pray for your peace to fall on us in the nation we pray for your spirit of love to fill our hearts to guide us we pray for the church to rise up off the deck And to be the light of the world that we are called to be because you are the true and only light. And we should know this. And you have given that light to us. Sometimes we feel unworthy. Sometimes we feel inadequate. Sometimes we may feel that we are not enough. But yet you do not believe that. we are the ones who fall back on We are gifted, talented, beloved, each and every one of us, all of your children around the globe. Father, let your light glow from within us so that your true light may shine within all of us for all to see. Warm them with your love. Warm them towards people around us who are different. Those who hold different ideas. We pray for those who need warmth tonight. Those who are homeless. Those who are without power. We, we pray for those who are wrestling and struggling with the pandemic which continues to ravage the world. We pray for our medical personnel, for nurses and doctors who are just weary, exhausted, but continue to give care to those in need, strengthen them, hold them close, give them your strength, warm their hearts, and fill them with your peace, your love, and yours. Peace all around us. I invite you to share peace through various methods. This, this, however you want to do it. I want to encourage you to refrain from hugging unless you live in the same household. Please.
2: Great job, everybody. For those uh, who know me best, it's no surprise that I have a terrible sense of direction. Even though I have lived here for over a year, I still use my GPS to get almost everywhere, except for church. I do know how to get here without my GPS. So please hold your judgment. Just kidding. I did not have a phone that gave me step by step and directions like some people may think until I was 25, which I know for some of you may still seem like that was early, but not for me. For the first 10 years of driving, I relied on looking up MapQuest on our home computer, printing out or writing down the directions and then either remembering to look up how to get back home or leaving the place, realizing I didn't know what I was gonna do, so just trying to like flip when I turned, which usually worked, but every once in a while I got lost and just had to drive around till I recognized the road because I didn't have a phone. So, past Meg would have been very impressed with how far technology has come and how little stress I now go through whenever I'm going somewhere and don't have to glance down at a piece of paper trying to read my writing, looking for directions while also looking for the road I'm looking for. Now, our phones not only tell us where to turn and how long it's going to take to get there, We're also alerted of when there's an accident, backed up traffic, a speed trap, which is my personal favorite. We can also see where it is we can stop to get food or gas or groceries or a number of other things that we might need before we reach our final destination. Which is why I am always impressed with the Magi in our passage for this evening. This evening we are reading Matthew chapter 2 verses 1 through 12 after jesus was born in bethlehem in the territory of judea during the rule of king herod magi came from the east to jerusalem they asked where is the newborn king of the jews we have seen his star in the east and we've come to honor him when king herod heard this he was troubled and everyone in jerusalem was troubled with him he gathered all the chief priests and the legal experts and asked them where the Christ was to be born. They said, in Bethlehem of Judea, for this is what the prophet wrote. You, Bethlehem, land of Judah, by no means are you least among the rulers of Judah, because from you will come one who governs, who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the Magi and found out from them the time when the star had first appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search carefully for the child. When you found him, report to me so that I too may go and honor him. When they heard the king, they went and looked. The star they had seen in the east went ahead of them until it was o- stood over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. They entered the house and saw the child with Mary his mother. Falling to their knees, they honored him. Then they opened their treasure chests and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Because they were warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they went back to their own country by another route. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. God. Please pray with me. Loving God, We thank you for the light that shines in our lives. May our hearts be filled with the story of hope, love, and peace that only you can bring. Amen. Tomorrow is Epiphany, which is the day that celebrates the revelation of Christ to Gentiles, or people like us. This passage passage shares with us the story of the Magi, or Gentiles, Visiting Jesus for the first time. And isn't this a little bit of a crazy story? We have these magi who we aren't even told what their names are or how many of them there are. And all we know is that they came from the east. They had no idea where exactly they were going or who they would meet along the way. Seeing the star was less of an I saw the light like in our focus song tonight and more of let's just go check that out. And what's wild and ridiculous is that these wise magicians from a foreign land would travel all the way to Jerusalem only to learn of their destination from this guy who wants to kill this newborn baby that these magi seek. I have heard that this story is less of a historical story and more of the cosmic influence of Jesus' birth which when we pay attention to what we read seems pretty accurate. But if we think about all that Jesus' life was and all that is to follow these events, the story of Jesus is only going to get more absurd from here. The poor are going to be blessed, the last will be first, and then the Son of God will eventually be nailed to a cross. Nothing that you would think is going to happen, and everything that you would bet wouldn't happen, does. Jesus' birth is good news for everyone who wants to participate in God's radically inclusive love and grace, but it is a pretty big struggle for anyone who desires power over others. It's so interesting how asking for help can completely change certain outcomes. The Magi stopped and asked Herod about the star in the east and the newborn king. And while that did eventually help them get to Jesus, it also led God to telling Joseph to flee to Egypt until it was safe to return home because of what the Magi stopping to ask for meant for Herod. If the Magi hadn't asked Herod where Jesus was, they may not have ever found him. I often think about this when I am reluctant to ask for help, and while I have shared before that I loved asking questions in my math classes, I don't always like asking for help with tasks I feel like I should be able to do on my own. I quickly, however, got over this reluctance when I started working at Centenary. While I did start in the midst of a pandemic where we were mainly working from home, I inherited quite a bit of responsibility from Jeremy. Now, even though I had been serving as the only pastor of two small churches in Lincoln, the work at Centenary was just a little bit different. For one, we are in the middle of a city with a more diverse group of people and a lot more members compared to Lincoln, where on any given day, I would wake up to my neighbor's very free-range chickens roaming around the yard of the parsonage. There were so many things I had to learn that were non-issues in Lincolnton that I had no idea where to start. For the first few months I was here, I called Jeremy at least once, but usually two, or three times a week, and even now I will still call him and ask a question about something that we are just now starting back up. It is crazy how much easier tasks are when we take the time to ask for help. Fortunately, the Magi were warned not to go back by Herod's house on their way home, but I can't help but think of the joy it was for Mary and Joseph when they showed up. A sign that the birth of Jesus was not just for those they may have first thought about when the angel appeared to them, but for people who weren't even on their radar, people who they otherwise never would have even met or thought about. What a joy that must have been. Here are these magi who otherwise would have never known about Jesus, never gotten to meet him, or maybe even hear about him, and they're getting to visit him and present him with gifts. What a perfect description of what God's love can do for other people. When we share it with others, they are invited into a whole new way of seeing themselves as beloved and enough, just as they are, regardless of who has heard about them. Luckily, Jesus' birth was and is for all people. It is my hope that we will go from here remembering this, remembering that Jesus is for everyone, that God's love crosses over boundaries and welcomes those we may not even be thinking about or who are on our radar. And what a gift it is that we are called to be those who share this love with those in our midst, whether or not they are magi. Amen. Will you please stand and sing?
0: To walk as a child of the light.
2: Jesus will shine in our hearts and we will spread that light with all those we meet. Amen.
0: Go in peace Go in kindness Go in love Go in faith yeah.